This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I am Rafael Di Furia, here with Marco Permunian, the head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance. And today, we are going to be answering some of your questions that you guys have left on previous videos. And of course, if you have any questions for Marco or any of the other members of the Italian Citizenship Assistance team, you can leave that down in the comment section below here on YouTube, or you can message them directly through their website or through the Italian Citizenship Assistance Facebook page. I believe this was on our first uh, video podcast that we released here. Uh, this is from user DDISS443. Here's another topic for Rafi to potentially introduce. Countries such as Japan that don't actually really allow for dual citizenship. If someone has to go give up their citizenships in order to get something like Japanese citizenship and later wants to reclaim their Italian citizenship, is that possible? How easy or hard is it in Italian law? A lot of countries like Italy, the US, but also Canada, for example, allow dual citizenship. So they allow their citizens to have dual or multiple citizenships. If you're an American citizen and you're wondering if you can um, get Italian citizenship without affecting your US citizenship, the answer is yes. Same goes for Canadian citizens. And these countries, Italy, the US, and Canada, for example, they also allow people to have multiple citizenships, so more than two citizenships. Instead, some countries, however, will not allow um, their citizens to hold two citizenships, or in some cases, multiple citizenships. So. For example, if you are a citizen of Japan, you should inquire your government to see if you're allowed to have Italian citizenship or to also have like a third citizenship. If you're not allowed to do so, um, the issue of course is related to your home country, not to Italy or the US or other countries. And if your country does not allow you to have other citizenships, um, the only solution is to either renounce the citizenship of your home country or to just not get Italian citizenship. As to the other question, uh, what if I want to renounce my Italian citizenship and then get it back? That is, of course, possible. So at any, at any time, regardless of how you got your Italian citizenship, you can renounce your Italian citizenship by showing up at the Italian consulate, for example, if you reside abroad. and you can also get it back subsequently. Quite easily, I'd say, the law says that you have to relocate to Italy to have your Italian citizenship reinstated. If you have to relocate to Italy, I'm assuming there is some sort of time requirement there. How long would that be? So it could be up to one year, but normally it takes um, just a couple of months for your municipality to give you back your citizenship that you lost. There are potentially two routes. Either you directly relocate to Italy without saying anything to anybody, and after one year, they will give you back your Italian citizenship that you had lost. Or um, you can sign a declaration 
if you live abroad before the Italian consulate saying that you want to reacquire your Italian citizenship. In that case, you have 12 months to relocate to Italy. So you can relocate to Italy anytime during 12 months from when you sign this affidavit at the consulate. And the process could take just a few weeks or a couple of months for you to get your Italian citizenship back. They, the Italian government will actually give you also a residency permit, a permission of stay, if the process takes longer than 90 days. Very interesting. But that I think it's a really interesting thing how you could almost say liberal the Italian system is in not only allowing people to claim Italian citizenship by descent, but even allowing people who had given up their citizenship to be able to, for lack of a better way of putting it, come back home and get their citizenship back intact. But I think we should move on to the next question. And this next question, actually it's a few questions, come from Joe M., someone who I'm somewhat familiar with from my own YouTube channel and have been in contact a little bit. So, hey there, Joe. <laughs> Ciao, Marco and Rafi D. So, we do not have to return to the comune of the ancestor we are going through to receive the recognition. No, the answer is you can apply uh, at any Italian municipality. So, you do not have necessarily to use the Italian municipality of birth of your Italian ancestor to apply for Italian citizenship by descent. You can use any municipality. But in practice, though, the original comune does get involved to an extent. Yes, uh, it does get involved anyways. The municipality of birth of your ancestor will be involved because they will have to provide a statement saying that your ancestor never renounced Italian citizenship. But as we said, you're free to use another municipality if you want to. So that's, uh, again, more of this flexibility that the Italian citizenship system offers. Going on to the next question from Joe, we can go to any comune to start the process of Jure Sanguine. So you've already answered that, which is yes. And at what point can we participate in the benefits like healthcare, low-cost university tuition? Well, of course, you can benefit uh, from all that only when you are officially granted your Italian citizenship and some benefits will also be connected to you living in Italy. Uh, for example, healthcare. Definitely. But even something like, for example, uh, university uh, tuition. In general, I believe it's much less expensive here in Europe, even as a non-European citizen. Some schools like Bocconi in Milan actually offer a lot of um, financial aid and incentives for foreign students to come and study here in Italy, even just not being the expert here, that that would be one benefit that you could see even potentially without citizenship, but with citizenship, you may see even more incentives depending on the school. Moving on to the next question. Also, when my children, who will be recognized along with me, have children of their own while here in the US, how will they go about registering their children as Italian citizens. So fortunately, the process for registering your minor children if you are an Italian citizen residing in the US is very simple. So all you have to do is basically provide the consulate with the birth certificates of your children, duly apostilled and translated into Italian along with some forms that you'll find in the website of the consulate. and. You provide all that to the consulate, the birth certificates will be registered in Italy, and your children will become Italian citizens. As long as you do all that before 
they turn 18. And to move on to the next question, just a side note, which I think is very nice. So thank you, Joe. And by the way, I absolutely love this podcast. Thank you both for providing this invaluable service. I'm proud to have Marco and the IC- and ICA represent me during this process. Grazie mille voi, Joe. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) But Joe actually does ask one more question, and we do have other questions from other people that we will be getting to. And if my children are getting recognized along with me, and I wanted to do it in Italy, are they required to come and stay with me in Italy, or can they do it in the US? This is a very interesting question that I'm asked a lot. If I qualify for Italian citizenship and I want to do the process in Italy and not in the US because, for example, the wait time at my Italian consulate is too long. Uh, Do my children have to go with me to Italy to apply for citizenship? And the answer is, it depends. If your children are over 18, then they would be considered as separate applicants and yes, they would have to go with you. If your children are minors, though, as long as they are not too close to being 18 years old, they do not have necessarily to go with you to Italy because if you are granted Italian citizenship before they turn 18, then you can easily register their birth certificates as we explained a moment ago through the consulate once you will be granted your Italian citizenship in Italy. So as long as they're not over 18, they don't have to change their residence, their legal residence. Yes. Okay. I think let's move on to the next question because we are moving right along. From Sharon R., someone else who I'm familiar with, uh, my husband is applying in Italy for dual citizenship. What is the process for me to apply for my dual citizenship after his is complete? After your husband will be granted Italian citizenship, you can of course apply for Italian citizenship through marriage as long as you have been married for three years or two years if you guys will be residing in Italy and the time is actually cut into half if you have minor children. After this time, you'll be able to apply for Italian citizenship through marriage. However, keep in mind that if you were married prior to 1983, the process is much more simple. So you don't have to go through that. If you are a woman and you were married with your Italian husband, prior to 1983, regardless of the fact that your husband uh, was recognized as an Italian citizen now or before the marriage. And moving on to the next question with the username Nick Who, you say go to a small town to apply. How small? 3,000? 20,000? What's really, just to add to Nick's question, what really makes a town worth considering for this process? So as we said before, you can choose any Italian municipality to apply for citizenship. Uh, My suggestion would be to use a town that is not too big or not too small. As we said in another video, you'll have to deal with different offices to apply for citizenship. Whereas if it's too small, there is the risk that the person that you deal with is not too familiar with the process. Um, In my opinion, the right size is in between 5,000 people and 60,000 people. So from what you're saying, it sounds like it's not necessarily the number, which is the deciding factor. It's also the other factors of how familiar they are with the process. And because 
even from just what I've heard from being involved with the community and what people have told me about going to a tiny commune where it's not that busy, but because they have no clue what the hell or how the hell to do it, they just can't do it. But then I've also heard from other people that they did go to a small commune, but so did a lot of other people. So all of a sudden, this tiny little nothing that was supposed to be a great place to go ended up being a nightmare because so many other people were trying to go through the process there. So it's not necessarily even from my own opinion and what Marco was just saying, just about the size, it's also about how familiar they are with it and um, how busy the comune actually is. And that's something that's a little bit more tricky to find, but I know that's something that you guys help your clients to um, decide which comune is really the appropriate one for them. Definitely. We not only help people who want to apply for citizenship in Rovigo, which is the town where our Italian office is located, but we also help people apply for citizenship in other towns. And of course, we help these people decide if the town that they are about to choose is the right town to handle the process. I'm thinking uh, specifically of people uh, who want to apply in a town where they have relatives or in the town where their Italian ancestor was born. So like you were saying, even in response to Joe, you really can go anywhere, but if you would like to go to your ancestor's comune, this is also in theory possible. Yes, of course. And then another question that we have from Blaine B, assuming both are living adults, does the parent of a person need to go through the Yure Sanguinis recognition before the child can? So I'm assuming that both the parent and the child are adults. Um, does that parent need to go first? Another question that I'm asked a lot of times. Uh, I have a living ascendant, so it could be a parent or even a grandparent. Do these people have to apply for citizenship before I do? And Will my process be facilitated if these people apply before I do? And the answer to the first question is, if you have a living parent or grandparent in your Italian line, these people absolutely do not have to apply for citizenship before you do in order for you to be able to apply for citizenship. Meaning you can apply for citizenship even if your living relatives decide that they're not interested in applying for citizenship. However, in most cases, consulates will require your living ascendants to sign an affidavit stating that they never renounced their Italian citizenship. So although it's not necessary for them to apply, it may be necessary that they are involved in the process. Um, I'm also thinking about um, when they have to give their consent for you to get their birth certificates, for example. And to answer the other question, the process will not be facilitated for you if your family members in your Italian line applied before you unless you use the same consulate. If you use the same consulate that they used, then you can use all the documents that are already on file at the consulate. And that's the only facilitation. But if you're using another consulate, then you'll have to start over even if they applied in another consulate. I can say though, actually from my own personal experience that I did apply through the same consulate as one of my parents. And the thing was that even though the consulate already had the documentation, in my personal case, I'm not saying this is gonna be for everybody, but my process took actually longer than my parents' process. And so I would say it doesn't guarantee that your process will be faster, but 
there is also, I'm assuming the possibility that it could help as well. It really can go either way, just depending on what they're doing, what they're having to take care of at the time. We actually have gone through all of the questions that we were planning to use for this particular episode, but there is one more question that I do think we should just quickly go over. Um, this was sent in privately by email uh, from somebody who wants to stay anonymous, and I think from the question, uh, this may be apparent why this person wants to stay anonymous. But the question was, will a felony prevent someone from being able to apply for Italian citizenship by descent? The answer is no, if we're speaking about Italian citizenship by descent. And the reason is that people applying for citizenship by descent, they are technically already an Italian citizen. And the reason behind that is that uh, people applying for citizenship by descent have always been Italian citizens since their birth. And they're just going through a process to have the Italian consulate recognize that they've always been Italian citizens. And that's why any criminal history is irrelevant for this type of process. Instead, people applying for citizenship through marriage, if they have criminal history, then they may be prevented from getting Italian citizenship depending on the crime or the type of criminal history that we're talking about. And that's because this would be Italian citizenship by naturalization rather than Italian citizenship by descent as anybody else born in Italy would receive. Yes. So that even if somebody is uh, born here in Italy, they commit a bunch of fraud and different crimes, horrible crimes, they are still an Italian citizen. That's just how it is. That's correct. Absolutely. Anyway, I think that is a great place to wrap this week's video up. So thank you guys. Thank you everybody who submitted questions for this week's video. We really do appreciate that. And if you have any questions about Italian citizenship, anything that we've spoken about in this video, or anything even completely irrelevant to what we've spoken about, feel free to leave that down in the comments section below and we may be able to answer that in an upcoming video. And of course, for our weekly videos posted on Wednesdays, be sure to subscribe with that notification bell turned on so you know exactly when the video comes out. And for other notifications and ways of keeping up with when these videos are released and other things and other posts from ICA, including some of the great blog posts, be sure to check out the Italian Citizenship Assistance Facebook page. And of course, this is the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia and this is Marco Permunian. And thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you all next time. Later. Later.